Welcome to The Leadership Line, a podcast that covers everyday work issues from dealing with jerks at work to feeling burnt out. Tammy and Scott's experience, along with their different perspectives, help listeners grow, examine realistic options and alternatives, and identify those actionable solutions to the tough issues we face every day at work. Scott and Tammy, welcome to Become More Studios. Good morning, Carmen. How are you today? I am good. Excellent. The sun is coming up. It's going to be a great day. Spring is going to be in Iowa here very shortly. I have faith. (laughs) Well, this morning, I wanted to go back to a topic that you guys talk about a lot, asking questions rather than always providing answers. Uh, Last week's podcast, Tammy specifically pointed out that when you provide as a leader, when you provide answers for your people, it doesn't give them the chance to grow and to, to do their jobs. Asking questions. I remember when I first sort of became aware of that as a philosophy. I think I was in a a summer class at Georgetown and learned about the Socratic method of teaching where you ask questions instead of imparting information. And as a big sister, I was very used to imparting information because that's what big sisters do. (laughs) So Tammy and Scott, your business is based very much on asking questions. Why is that a good approach for a leader? You know, Carmen, last week I taught kind of my signature course called Extreme Facilitation. And the premise of Extreme Facilitation is most of us go to workshops and classes and training programs. And if you think about it, we come in, we sit at a table, they dim the lights they bring up a PowerPoint slide and we sit there and passively participate by listening. And by the way, virtually, yeah, um, we passively participate by turning off our cameras, um, muting ourselves, um, multitasking, i.e. getting other work done, but we get a check mark for quote unquote attendance. Okay. And I think about that even in high school and college, how many people got a check mark for attendance, but they didn't take anything out of the course. They just, hi, I got a ribbon for showing up. I think that that is kind of the way that we oftentimes, quote unquote, learn in this country is that all we have to do is show up. And unfortunately, if we look at all of the research, right, The research tells us that passive participation, we don't retain much and we don't do much with it. What the stats on this say is um, about 10%. So if you just go and you listen, you will retain about 10% of what it is that you hear. So think about that for just a minute. 100 words, you're going to retain 10. And in that space, you know, that's not a very good return on investment turn that around on the other side, maybe 10% of the participants listening to you are going to retain 10%. So this is kind of not a, a great number for passive participation. 
and Scott and I are not the kind of people that are satisfied with those kinds of numbers. We would like to have those numbers increase significantly. The other part of why question asking is so important is the more questions a leader asks is all about how curious they are and how much they really want to understand. Now, again, we'll let's set aside the, I'm just asking because I'm supposed to, I'm asking to catch you, right? No, are they really asking good, strong, open-ended questions to truly understand what's going on or why this situation happened so that they can learn? And the more, that level of curiosity to me tells me what I need to know about that person and their motives and what they're trying to accomplish and likely how far they'll go in the future. That's interesting, Scott, because you're looking at that from the perspective of the leader themselves, right? Mm-hmm. So you're kind of, uh, and I'm going to use a, a harsh word, but you're judging the leader and their action. Is it all about, hey, I'm the big dog and I know everything? Oh, no. It, yeah, you could put any person in there. And I, uh, in my mind, we were talking about leaders, but yes, you, you could put any person in there. And are they asking questions to understand? Mm-hmm. And to learn, or are they asking questions for some other reason or drive or motive? Think of it like you watch a legal TV show and the attorney's cross-examining. They're not asking questions to learn because they already know the answer. They're asking questions to box you in. (laughs) That is true, right? And that is not, I mean, that's actually kind of unattractive. If you're asking those questions, well, it depends you if you're on it. trial for murder. I would, I would personally appreciate that. <laughs> well, that's true. But in a workplace, right? I have seen bosses like ask questions and ask questions and ask questions to box someone into a corner to show them how stupid that they were, and and that, of course, is not not the effective way of asking questions. It really is this piece that says, "Let's explore together," and. So I love that perspective of it's the quality of a lifetime learner to ask questions. It is the demonstration of curiosity that says, I don't know, or there could be an answer beyond the answer that I know right now. What else is possible? And I I do love all of that. And I'm going to take it back to this course, Extreme Facilitation, this five-day course that we teach is really the process of helping people who are facilitating a workshop or a meeting, right? To go from here is the data, the information, the knowledge dump, and having passive participants to asking questions and essentially forcing people to participate and interact and to question and to discover for themselves so that they are turning that cool thing in their head, that brain on and actually using it, not in a passive way, but in a way to consider, to think through, to decide, to determine for themselves. And that piece I see it not only as respectful as a leader, I see it as turning the lights on for folks. There are a lot of people who have naturally just said, yes, sir, yes, ma'am, 
nodded their heads, did what they were told, been in organizations where no one asked them to use this really cool brain of theirs. The organization asked them to use their hands, asked them to use their backs, asked them to just take take orders and respond. And I don't believe that we are using the best of people if we also don't actually have their brain engaged in that process. And asking questions, not in a way that boxes them in, but in a way that helps expand what's possible. I do really believe that that is the foundation for helping people reach their potential. And in the end, that's what extreme facilitation is about. And I do believe that's what a leader's job is about, helping people become more than they ever thought they could become. I think it makes sense that whether you go to extreme facilitation or not, it's more about how are you developing the ability to ask good questions? Carmen talked about the Socratic method, right? There's lots of books out there. I think of The Coaching Habit. Yep. Mice Trap. I mean, those are, to me, those are the two probably most recent best question books that I, that I know. Tammy, do you know others that are, that you would, like you would point someone to? Of course, come take our class, shameless plug. But really, what, what, right? There's other ways to accomplish that for a leader and practice. And I do think uh, I love the coaching habit. And one of the things I love about the coaching habit is it's like, here are, it's either seven or eight questions that you can use on a daily basis in your interactions with your team. So instead of telling them what to do, it is this process of asking them to think it through and then decide what they're going to do. And for me, that one is, and I mean this in the most complimentary way, it's digestible. It's easy to get your arms around and put into application right now. It is honestly a very, very quick read. And you could use it the same day that you read it in a one-on-one you had in that afternoon. I have the seven questions from that book printed out and essentially taped right underneath my computer screen. They're always ready for me. Yeah. A great book. He also just came out with another. That's the coaching habit reader listener. And it just came out and it's actually sitting up on my counter. And I read that in the morning as I'm having coffee. It's a great, great question. I would also tell you in your shameless plug, there is a great chapter around asking questions and actually in called the chief optimization officer. Out on the Become More website, there is actually a tool to develop powerful questions. And we'll put that in the link. Just like the coaching habit, and it says, here are seven questions. One of the things that we really tell folks is find yours. And we suggest that you traditionally have about five questions that you can ask in any situation that helps extend the conversation. But more importantly, Think things through so that you have an opportunity to grow from whatever situation you find yourself in. And that is something that we teach the staff. It's something that we do at the end of every day is we ask ourselves questions so that tomorrow we are better than we were today. And that in and of itself is a habit that's worth getting into. And that wraps up this week's episode of The Leadership Line. 
As always, feel free to reach out to us in the emails provided in this podcast description box and be sure to check out our upcoming episodes always announced on LinkedIn. Thanks for tuning in and we'll see you next week.